It's the Game's Gonna Ride podcast. I'm Brian Garthoff, your mic for debt. Hello. Back again for another episode. No Matt Hazel this week, um, but that's because he has a rectal issue. He didn't, he didn't say more than that. He didn't want to delve in. No. But we said, respect my privacy, rectal issue. And I said, okay. It's episode 157. Um... Not a whole lot of games to talk about, but I do have some. What about you, sir? Yeah, I have a, a few. Okay, and then there were some happenings in the world. So, yes. uh, could be a quick boy, could be a hot boy, but uh, it'll be a boy. It'll the boy's in the room. Mm-hmm. What we do to that boy is yet to be determined. Oh, filthy things we're gonna do. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh so how many exactly do you have? I would you know? say three that I would like to talk about. Okay, I got some little tangles. I got a lot of minor short bleep loops, but I'd say I got six, so I'll do two at a time. And then that will and even be short out. And yeah. bleep I, though, there's one that I'm not going to talk much about because it's continuation, but I throw it out there. The other two are completely new. So Okay, so one of them that I did is because I had a uh, gone through Resident Evil 1 and 2 remake, which did I beat it last time I talked to you guys or no? I actually don't think you would beat two yet. Oh, okay, so I beat two right after we potted. Okay. Probably like a few days afterwards. Uh, I wasn't going to add to that uh, other than I think that game is fucking awesome. Um, yeah. And that you should definitely play it. I uh, think I will. Okay. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'll probably do a second playthrough before the year is over for our Game of the Year stuff uh, as Claire. But I did my full Leon playthrough and uh, it was glorious. I really enjoyed it. Um it uh, inspired me to go on to Resident Evil 7, which I've played the intro to that game five times because it was okay. a VR demo, and then yeah. I played it again in VR, and then I played it out of VR, and then I played it once on the hardest difficulty because uh, I was coming off beating Resident Evil 2, and I was like, this is a mistake, and you can't change difficulties, so I had to play it again. Oh, you can't normal. change difficulty? Not midway through. Ugh. No, I think they're all like that. Well, I mean, there's substantial changes to like the yeah. shit in the game. I guess. I guess now that I think about it, that's probably more common in games than I think. It just might be the games that I'm playing currently. You can switch. Yeah, well, especially but, in survival stuff, because if you're able to like hoard a couple healing items and then switch it down to like you know that makes sense. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that you um, can cheese your way through. So I'm not any further than I was in the past, but <laughs> I am playing that game. Uh, but you are on the path that you want to be on to get through it. 
final I think, week. See, I'm on normal, and I think so. It's so different from RE2, though, that it's actually harder for me because it's the first person. Um, so then I was like, oh, fuck, should I do easy? I still have my old save. Um, I'm going to try to carry carry on with normal. Yeah. I think it should be doable. I played RE2 all on normal. I played the first one on easy. But the first one is such a different animal. Well, yeah. I guess I, all three of them are pretty different. Um, considering I've gone one, two, seven. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm playing that. And then, um, today, uh, actually right before getting you, I booted up dead cells real quick on switch, uh, just to see the update and stuff. And there are some pretty substantial changes to that. Um, so now when you go through, you can't like hoard all your cells after in between levels and carry them on to the next level you have to spend them all all, which i think that's new no i think that was at least that's how i remember when i did it okay maybe i was wrong about that one but okay um the speed door is right in that first after you beat the first level yeah right there okay so you don't like it's in the mid world you know yeah um oh so you don't have to like dick around with it yeah you don't have to go find it oh that's actually better Yeah. yeah and then there was a second door that was like did you beat 30 enemies without taking any damage? Um, which I was unable to open. And then when I got to the next world, it was a 60 um, damage. Oh, one. cool. Also, the the mutation that saves you the first time, you used to be able to like re-slot something in that mutation slot. You can't do it anymore. So once you use it, it's there? Once it's... you use it, it's like a fucking hole in your oh. mutation roster. I guess that you makes can't... sense because then you won't necessarily pick it every single time yeah and you can't reset mutations and like get rid of it either it is just a permanent scar on you um and then they took away the one that uh like reduces the grenade cooldowns too so they they tinkered around with a lot of that shit there's also an in-game achievement um pop-ups now that i was getting okay there's a custom run mode which i didn't fool around with but i saw from the menu it's like Pimp, it's called Pimp My Run. It's right on the like main menu. It kind of feels oh, out really? of place. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there was some other shit that was going on. It seems pretty substan- substantial, though. Yeah, it was. It was quite like. Which noticeable. I know you said that before, even we, because it. I mean, it gave a rundown of what they did, but I guess I didn't even really put into my brain how big it could be. Yeah. So um, it's a. Uh, it's pretty meaty, and it seems like that's um, going to change a lot of that game, but uh. I do want to like get through that game, but I don't know. Like, I feel like it's just a matter of making long playing sessions with that game. Sure, yeah. And it's hard for me to decide that is the one game I want to play. But it's hard for me to decide anything because after beating Resident Evil One and Two, I've just been picking up my food again, uh, so staying up late, simming Two K while I listen to books on CD, living that weird life. Yeah, living that all new book on tape life. Yeah, although um. Weird thing, I don't think this 2K creates the juniors of the players anymore. I haven't come across one. Mm. Yeah. Well, sometimes they'll say Ellis Jr., but that's just because that's a name like baked in their database. Oh, okay. But yeah. I liked when I would be like, oh, that's Brandon Knight Jr. in the yeah. NBA and like random shit like that. I guess maybe like, because sometimes I know that it would be kind of frequent with that and it'd be like almost like dozens of players would have juniors yeah but you still had to wait like 12 years and then like yeah it, that's true you know and so like i'm in like year 2000 and like 58 now with this Cavs team yeah and i've retired multiple generations of champions 
Nice. Because I've brought them like 16 more rings. Oh, okay. Um, and like right now I'm on a run where like I've made it like to the finals seven times in a row, but I've just lost the last two. Um, back to back teams and then one again. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm just doing that because I'm weird. I wasn't even going to fucking talk about that. Um, so now I've added more games onto this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that's why we're here. Yeah. What else have you been playing? Uh, th- well, I've been playing a ton more Apex Legend, Legends or Legend Legends Legends because yeah. there are multiple of them. Uh, and I really like. I can't stop playing that game. Uh, I actually only stopped playing it to play the other games. I'm talking about. Uh, I'm going to be talking about in a minute. But like, uh, it's and I'm. It, it's just really good, and mm-hmm. I'm getting like better at it. So now I'm usually getting like, I'm usually averaging about two kills a game, which is nice because like, as much as I love PUBG and like I spent 200 plus hours playing that game, like mm-hmm. even getting one kill in that game a lot of times felt like a miracle because it's so sparse. Whereas in this one, it's obviously a little more combat focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got enough points to buy one of the like purchasable heroes. Oh, okay. So I bought Mirage, the guy who makes uh, duplicates yeah, of himself. Yeah, throws a decoy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and he's actually become the guy that I use the most now. Um, not even that I, I like. Don't even think he's per se like way better. That's the one thing I do like about this game a lot. I think the characters are all pretty equal in terms of quality. Like I don't think anyone's broken above and beyond. Um, but yeah, I play a lot. I've won a few more games. I've taken to wearing the headset, even with randoms, just because of the off chance that someone else is wearing it, even if they're just listening to what I'm saying. They don't even have to really be responsive, but if, even just for the pure fact of saying like, all right, there's two guys to my left, you know, because you can mm-hmm. mark in that game. But if I'm marking one thing and then want to say another or just, you know, shouting out quickly, he's moving to the right or something like that. Yeah. Um, because even if you don't have a mic on, you're going to hear my voice through your speakers at least. So I've been I've been doing that, and it's actually been pretty good. Uh, me and Hazlet played a little bit together as well, um, to varying successes and failures. But yeah, it's still really good. Uh, they've already added a, a new weapon. It's like this energy um, assault rifle, which the energy weapons in that game you have to like charge them up before they start shooting, almost like a, a minigun, mm-hmm. the video game type trope of like the minigun. Um, and I've and now I'm like I'm getting to the point where I'm comfortable with what weapons I know I like and how to use them most effectively and what like attachments I need slash want to do the best job and all kinds of stuff. So I'm now at the point where I've become like I guess I've reached veteran status. I wouldn't even say I'm good, but it's just like you're familiar with the yes. game. You get you under you have the understanding of the map. And yeah. Shit. So now now I'm able to like work on my actual like play skills and gunfighting and stuff like that. Have you won a couple matches? Or? Yeah, I've won probably like six oh, so okay. far. Um, a couple with one dude who I just linked up with. He's a guy I randomly friended from like a, a podcast beyond Facebook group. And ah. he was just like, so I added him and I just, and what, some po- if I see enough people on, I'll literally just like, I don't know you, but you're playing this game so we can play together. And we jumped on and mm-hmm. we won a few games that day. Um the only real problem I've run into is, you know, people abandoning ship and trying to land somewhere by themselves, which I think is like a strong arm tactic to try to get everyone to force follow them if you're going somewhere that they don't want to. Mm-hmm. But I don't do that. And they can get fucked. And I usually shit talk them when they die immediately. Um, but that doesn't happen very often, surprisingly, actually. I thought that would be a huge issue. 
um, like with any squad-based game, but it actually hasn't been one. And I've been, you know, expanding. I'm using more characters just to get familiar in case the ones I really like are taken and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. And I've seen some ridiculous shit on both ends of like comebacks that I thought we were dead in the water because like we've mentioned, like this game will not only let you get up someone that's down, but it will let you respawn someone that has died completely. Mm-hmm. You have to pick up their banner. So I've had like times where one guy survives a fight, it gets everyone back up, and then all of a sudden we keep moving and re-gear up and it's it's really interesting. So um, yeah, I like it. It's, it's definitely like I would say it's probably my favorite Battle Royale game, which I really never thought I'd think because I loved PUBG so much, but it's just so much more polished. Yeah, I think it's easily the most impressive of them and the best playing of the ones that I played, which isn't and I'm saying a lot, but no, but also like it's I mean, it's just it's respawn like everything that they yeah. put into it is like we're watching a little video in the background, but it just feels good. Like the guns, they act the way that they should, but mm-hmm. it's not just like super overly like clinical in that like you have to know the nuanced bullet nuanced bullet drop and all this shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a generic bullet drop and once you kind of get it, you know what you're doing. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm very impressed with what they're doing. I'm interested to see what they add moving forward. Cause like I said, they've already added one gun and I'm assuming they'll be adding more maps and characters as they go along. I would guess that they're going to give this a lot of support. Yeah. It's already kind of eating into fucking, uh, you know, Fortnite and call of duty blackout and stuff being such a huge success. And uh, Fortnite just added their ping system, their version of their ping system to their game I saw. And it looks like they're also going to be adding the respawning thing, too. So, um, They really like to see stuff in other games and use it. Yeah, it's kind of... <laughs> it's just going to happen with these games. I wouldn't be surprised if Activision did the same... Something similar with uh, Call of Duty, trying to, you know, sure. bridge the gap a little bit. But, I mean... Uh, this I, game is definitely born out of those games' success. Like, well, not that one specific, but like PUBG's, you know, and PUBG was born of something else. So it's kind of this weird, it's nothing sacred, and what's the best formula? And But Apex is pretty original and, like, in its own way and has the whole hero dynamic, too. So it's just like, you know, you, you can't go too far. Like, unless Call of Duty just decides they want to shove the specialists in a mode where you all squat up or something, which seems like the way they would probably do that or, yeah, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I really like, I like the idea. I think that what keeps bringing me back is kind of like the, I like the hero dynamic of like seeing how certain teams function, but also people aren't insane about it. Like, I like that it's free form enough that it's not really that structured. Like, because mm-hmm. when you talk about like an overwatch, you kind of format if, like the necessary success. You need a certain amount of like DPS tank, healing support so on and so forth mm. whereas like you can play a three assault team in this and it's not really gonna hurt you that much more yeah. you know what i mean yeah you're missing out on maybe some of the supp- like supplementary type abilities for some people but even then it's it is more streamlined to like all right man you, you got to kill each other like that's yeah. what we're doing it's just it's a really impressive game I, i'm i'm kind of on the outs with the uh battle royale style game but if i decided to play one it would definitely be this one yeah and that's what i would say to anybody like considering it because i think that the other thing that is is really good about it, i think that like uh, the ramp up to enter what are the, the entry costs what do they call that like knowing 
to get into it is mm-hmm. is much easier. Yeah, because like, PUBG is a bit impenetrable with how like very particular it is. And then with Fortnite, not only has everyone been playing that for years now or a year or however long it's been out, but also you have to learn how to build. And you know, it's just with this, it's basically like at the core, you can have a fun time with this, even if you're just like. I like to shoot shit mm-hmm. um, because it is, you know, it's, it's a first person, which is, you know, uh, FPS has kind of been familiar to everybody for a long time. And it's just, you know, you have a side ability. You're still attaching stuff and using grenades, so on and so forth. Yeah. And unlike Call of Duty, it's still free. And then they have the right. hero stuff that it's doing. So it's, it's standing on its own in different ways. And the, the other games have been too. So, right. Um, so makes up yeah. for Anthem being a, Total limp flop, yeah, limp butt, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a total disappointment, but yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of limp butts, uh, I played some of that fractured butt hole. Ooh, good seg. Um, restarted a save because I had a save from like laughably like two years ago that was just an hour and a half of gameplay. Oh wow! So I played like four hours of it, and uh, that game's really good. I don't know why I didn't just play a lot more of it. Well, I do know why. It's because I was playing other things. But um, that's a good game, and I'm going to play more of that and then beat it. Excellent. Um, yeah, it's, re- it's really fun and funny and... Just seems to have a lot going for it. So um, I like the Stick of Truth a lot, and it seems like an improvement on Stick of Truth in a lot of ways. Although at the same time, I've heard the Stick of Truth is funnier. Um, but at this point, like even with the like <clears throat> shit that they've got going on, is enough to make me like maybe not like bowl over in laughter, but like just chuckle here and like they, I went to the equivalent of a Hooters, which in South Park is raisins and it's little girls. <laughs> and then you fight two of the waitresses and just like shit like that and the combat's actually much improved because it, uh, like it was like old school Final Fantasy in the Stick of Truth and in this one it's a little more like grid based and you have moves that like affect different tiles and oh, okay. you, you can change out your build out your party differently and uh, there's more to it and you get a class and then like there's a point when you're like, when Carmen says your character's too lame, so you have to, you can get a subclass. <laughs> and so. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, it's fun, though. I really like it. Um, I'll probably. I'm, what my goal is to do is beat that and then have another RPG in the chamber, which will probably be Witcher, because I bought all the Witcher DLC because it was ridiculously cheap. It was ah. like 10 bucks. Yes. And so I was like, And fuck. that's supposed to be incredible DLC. Yeah, both of them. Like it, on par with the main game type shit. Yeah, it's like 40 hours. It's like an extra game. Because so it's like what? Like, Blood and Wine is the one, right? Blood and Wine is the big one. And the other one is Hearts of Stone, which oh, is like that's still right. like a 10 hour. And that has like a lot of like romance stuff in it too, which I like in those games. Yeah. Um, as long as it's like done well. Like Yeah, that's... Uh, in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you're just like... Huh. And then, like, you smile and then, like, walk into a building and it's not really anything to it. And you're it. fucking your way through yeah. Greece. But, uh, <laughs> but in Witcher, like, it's, there's more to it. Like, the characters, like, I don't know. The, that entire world is just more, like, fleshed out and stuff. I actually think I'm going to uh, give the books a try um, on my audiobook kick as well. Yeah, they're supposed to be pretty good. My brother's read all those. He actually just started over a Witcher campaign of his own because ah. he. Not to talk about what he's playing, but he beat uh, Breath of the Wild. And, uh, oh, okay. 
What do you think of that? Oh, he really liked it. Yeah. And then when he was like really like hesitating to take on Ganon at the end, and then mm-hmm. he beat him like easily in one try. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, he was talking. About, he's like, yeah, that was uh not the hardest boss in this game. No. And I was like, oh, because he was talking about there was one of the divine beasts he was having a lot of issues with. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, he's he I think he's played through The Witcher like four times, so he's it's like by far his favorite game ever. Oh shit. So he's like playing it through for like. So I've I've seen a lot of that game over the course of these years. By his playing. You know what's crazy? Huh. It's a two-year anniversary of Breath of the Wild and the Switch. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. That was, is insane. It was March, you know, two years ago. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, it does not feel does, that long. It doesn't seem like it, does it? No, it feels like so much fresher than that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm playing, so I'm going to get um, Fractured Butt, and then um, my goal is to play witcher and persona also this year but you know we'll see how that goes you know just set aside like 150 hours no big yeah. deal um the other games that i played i'll touch on another one of these uh let's do well i put i loaded up speaking of the dudes uh black ops 4 and played a few runs rounds of that last night and this morning um Every time I pop it in, I'm like, because I keep thinking like, oh, I never play this. Like, I should just get rid of it. And then I pop it in, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember why I like this. This like, is entertaining for the 40 minutes I play it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or, or like an hour or two. But, um, yeah, I enjoy it. And I'm just playing TDM. Like, that's like, that's my mode for Call of Duty. That, like, I've, I used to play a lot of, um, what is it? Everyone versus everyone. What's it called? In- Free for all. Free for all. Yeah. I always um, want to call it Lone Wolves because of Halo. Ah, yes. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I just, when I load up Call of Duty, I just need TDM. That's really it. Um, there's a rumor that uh, we're going to get that Modern Warfare 2 remaster this year. It just came out. It got raided, uh, um, which would be cool. The single player, though, right? Uh, well, that was the rumor la- last time, so I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. But... Um, yeah, the, and, and supposedly this year's Call of Duty will have a story, so Black Ops 4 will be the one that didn't have a story. It will be remembered. It as will it. be the yeah. <laughs> multiplayer-only Call of Duty. Yeah, um, but who knows? They could go back to doing that Dude, again Dude, Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer comes out, I'm going to fucking lose it, dude. It's one of my favorite games ever made. Well, and also um, PlayStation Plus Modern Warfare Remastered is uh, for March, so next Tuesday. Modern Warfare Remastered and wait is free is free and uh the witnesses too so that's like a couple yeah. nasty ass games to throw like they Great just did month for me they just did for honor and um hitman and now oh, they're doing i gotta download for honor i forgot about that yeah now they're doing and and they did send off um ps3 and vita and one of the final vita games was dive kick so i got that and one of the nice. final ps3 games was guns of the patriots which i already had a disc of um but i got that digitally now too so i, I already, thought that was cool i already owned dive kick but i would have purchased uh, you know it's a it's well i think i paid a dollar fifty for it yeah um, lane classic but yeah so i'm playing more black ops 4 just here and there and uh yeah. and i still enjoy it yeah good that's you know that's what call of Duty's there for yeah i actually had like one of my better games today um like while I was in the midst of doing, because I was like, oh man, and I haven't played this in a while. I'll probably suck ass. And then I was like, kind of fucking people up, and I was like, oh no, never mind. I'm I'm all right. It's <laughs> like yeah, shit's okay. So yeah, I was enjoying that. Uh, what else have you been playing? Uh, I bought 
Luminous Remastered. Ah, yes. For the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Actually, it was inspired to do this by listening to Giant Bombcast, and it came, because it came out, what, last year? Last sometime? year, yeah. Um, and I was like, you know what? I missed Luminous when it first came out. I never mm-hmm. played it, and people love it. And that makes sense because, no surprise, it's a really good game. It is. Uh, so I bought it, yeah, for Switch, and I've just, I'm still not, like, great at it, but, um, you know, I've gotten, like, because each. It's like each level is counts as a percent toward the hundred, and then every five levels is a new skin. Mm. And I think I've got to like twenty six, not like super far, but like well enough where it starts to get a little crazy. Yeah. Um, oh, I always get, I always end on that ridiculous. I don't. Do you remember it pretty well? The skins. Um, some of them. Do you remember the one that's like the the rock your body, and it's got like the lady in the background, and she's like made of stars, and she's like dancing i think so it's so ridiculous and it makes me like laugh every time i see it um but not only is this a great game it's a great switch game yeah uh, it's like the perfect size um and it's just so good like the music is fun the only reason i've actually kind of i will take little breaks from it for like days at a time because once you start like you hear that first couple levels music a lot in a row shining dude yeah um it's still great yeah. Um, and it's like it is like so satisfying when you're doing really good, like when you start get linking up, like because if you if you get a sweep where it takes a lot, it'll give you a bonus, and then mm. if you do it again the next run, it'll like double the bonus. Um, oh, it's just it's really really satisfying. It's hypnotic. It is. It's like, just like like when I heard people talking about Tetris Effect last year, I kind of like stuck my nose in the air a couple times, but then I remember how much I love Luminous, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is Tetris just doing that and right and like also doing that in VR. So yeah, like, I get it. And it is just like and it's just like it's just different enough from other puzzle games like this and from like Tetris to be like totally unique because mm-hmm. like the sweeping instead of like waiting for lines and then a four block instead of you know in the colors and then you also have like the actually one's popping up on the screen here with the uh like the, the like thing that changes it. yeah yeah that it will get rid of everything of a certain color um and then like i said the skins are always fun to like keep going through and then you give yourself a little avatar that will like freak out when you get bonuses um and it's just like a cool little you know i think i paid 15 bucks for it mm-hmm. um and i've gotten already well more than that oh, out yeah, of it for sure uh because like for the first three days i played nothing else that i, I got for it i was like literally just sitting in my brother's basement on a whim because i usually bring my switch over there to when we're hanging out because he'll play the witcher and i'll fuck around um and i was like this game sounds like everyone likes it like to some degree or like, even if it's not your favorite people are like yeah it's just really fun oh i guess um uh so Luminous was the brainchild of Q Entertainment, co-founded by Space Channel 5 and Rez producer Tetsuya Mizuguchi, so the guy behind Rez, and Mizuguchi also produced Tetris Effect, so that explains why. Oh, well, then there is some uh, DNA there across the board. Makes sense, because it is kind of the same, it's like very ethereal and like um, kind of like a, a techno world and... It's very good. It's just very interesting, and, and like it's very satisfying when you switch to a new skin and your colors change and the music changes and it just slowly wafts over it and you're listening to something else and then the music will change after that. So um, it is really good. I really like it a lot. I'm glad I finally. It was one of those games that every time I thought about, it, I was like, I should fucking play that thing because mm-hmm. it's like one of those classics. That was it. A what was it? A PS4 release? What Tetris Effect? No, this. Or was this PS3? This was a PSP game. Oh, is that what it was on first? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's right. 
Um, yeah. yeah, I think I was planning on getting it for PSP before I had to sell my PSP. That's why I never played it. Well, and there um, is a Vita La Luminous also. Oh, okay. And it's it's okay. They did some back touch stuff, which, uh, you know. Is never, never ideal. optimal, right? Yeah. Um, um, but it, it is a fully functional, good Luminous game. I was actually thinking about buying this after you told me that you bought this and were playing it because I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. The first one is so good. Right. Um, yeah, and it's just, you know, and again, like, a lot of the games that I have, uh, it seems that I've turned my Switch into, like, a lot of the uh, replayability machine. Yeah. I have a lot of games that um, I, pl- I can play over and over. And, you know, I have Binding of Isaac. I have Darkest Dungeon, mm-hmm. uh, Dead Cells. So I have Luminous now. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of fits right in with the ecosystem I'm building there yeah. of the thing. I Again, like... I usually just lay on my bed, play it handheld while like TV's on or while I'm listening to music or something like that. Mm-hmm. I uh, occasionally will pop it on the TV. Actually, what I've been doing is you, usually when I use it on the TV is when I'm waiting for something on the PlayStation to download. Like if there's an update, ah. I'll just quickly switch my input over and play it on there. But switch. Most, oh, did the snap. You did got to. It up? Yeah, there we go. it did actually. It sounds strangely similar to the one they used too. Mm. Um. But yeah, so it was you know a great purchase. I love this game a lot, and it's uh, now like watching it is just making me want to play it. Like I'm making the moves in my head. Yeah, it's one of those games that you kind of will sometimes think about when you're not playing it. About, oh like, yeah, oh, yeah, moving these pieces. And, and I got stuff. pretty good at it to the point where like my runs would be long as fuck. That's the other thing. If you do get good enough, like you can do a run that's like long enough where you're like, all right, I'm good, and then you like go on to something else. Plus, it's not like uh like it's relaxing. It's not like an ultra hard game. No, it's not, and it's also like it's not ridiculously simple either. Like you can mm. kind of get overwhelmed pretty quick. Like I have sometimes like two blocks in a row just fucked up, and then it's been like, all right, you're kind of in deep shit. Yeah. Or I'll like almost like lose a third of the board. We're like, all right, you've let that go too far now. So now you're like working with a smaller section. Yeah. After you said you were playing this, I downloaded the mobile version that came out, and it's just wrong. It's just it feels wrong. Like the the swiping and shit doesn't feel right. There's Way too much screen real estate, like taken up by like other bullshit, and uh, yeah. But the, I feel like, is like it made by them though? It is, um, but it's just not. I don't know. Well, does I don't know for sure. I guess I should say without looking. But it doesn't um, like really fit the spirit of the game. It doesn't play the way you want it to play. And that's the whole core of this game is that the satisfying play loop. Yeah. And if you lose part of that, then it's just like. You're losing out. Yeah, when I think about puzzle games that I've really, really gone for, it's like this, threes, and would you count the witness? No, because I didn't get like totally lost. It's also oh, okay. so different. Like the witness is like one you're doing one thing at a time, and then you're okay, doing yeah, a group of saying. them. So, but like when it's like this style game, it's like basically luminous and like threes are the two. Yeah. That I just absolutely I do have really adored. love threes. God, yeah, I fucking love threes. Such I think threes concept. is probably my favorite like phone game of all time. It's got to be up there for me. It's I probably would... my most played one. Yeah, I, I really like threes. Yeah, a lot. I've played a lot of threes. Yeah. Maybe I'll just play more threes right now. Yeah, the pro- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just play threes, and you can just do, sit there and play threes, dude. It's great. Or maybe I'll just get this and play threes. I think you should. You're gonna play threes anyway. Just get this and play threes. Yeah. And then play another game, and then on the side you can play threes with that too. I'll just take a more. You should play threes time while not beating games. Play threes while you sim two K in the ultimate. Yeah, just do that. 
was listening to short Freeze. stories while swimming 2K the other day, and I was thinking about, like, I wonder if anyone else does this in the world. Uh, I guarantee many people. Listen to short story collections? Oh, yeah, that. Even, while I simulating... Was, to, like, maybe while, not specifically while, those two together. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, I was, okay. I was in year 2056, you know, in 2K. That's how far gone. And I'm, like, listening to... What's her name? Flannery O'Connor or whatever? Yeah. It's literally the most Irish name someone can conceive of. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's literally like if someone was like a bad author was writing an no, Irish character. She's a good author. No, no. That's what I mean. That's why it's weird. It would be like if a bad author created a character, they would name it, oh, Flannery O'Connor, immigrant from the Irish, the tough Irish streets. It's like Flannery O'Connor. But it's like, no, it's just a real person. Yeah. It's weird. I imagine by the based on the writing that she's very old. I don't know why I'm talking about her now, uh, but Luminous is great. <laughs> uh, well, uh, she wrote the music for this. She definitely didn't. No, um, <laughs> I don't think Flannery O'Connor knows what a Luminous is. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, despite that diversion, this game is really good. Yeah, um, it's fantastic, and it's you know nothing new, but it's also yeah. There's no. There's never been a better time to play Luminous. I am uh, actually more interested in Tetris Effect n- now, knowing that it was made by the uh, same people. Yeah, the Mizuguchi dude who also, did Res. Also, uh, this because I was late to Res until VR. Yeah, so, like now having played that, it's like, oh yeah, this dude just makes like some dope ass shit. And also playing this has not only no- not even just despite knowing that it's the same person, but just the idea of playing this is like, what if I played other games similar to this? Yeah. What if I had more of this? Yeah. Um, which they you said they made a sequel to this as well, right? Well, Luminous 2 had Black Eyed Peas and Hoobastank in it, so we like to forget about that one. Um, Sweet God. But they they did make the one for Vito, which, dude, you could get that for ultra cheap. It would be so worth it. Um, I, I think it's that. called Electronic Symphony. Um, let's look it up on the PlayStation Store via my phone. Telefono. Let's see, because I'm actually curious to see which ones are available digitally on PS3. Luminous Remastered on PS4. Luminous Supernova on PS3. I don't even know about that one. Supernova Holiday Pack. Uh, Electronic Symphony. There's a free demo for the Vita. Um, one, and then... Da, 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 I think that's about it. There's some Luminous Avatars here. Uh, dynamic PS4 theme. Wah, wah, wee, wah. Um, yeah, looks like, uh, there was a PS3 one that I did not know about called Supernova. Um, but I would say if you are hankering for more then um, get that Vita one. Maybe, uh, maybe just get that Tetris effect. Who knows? People seem to love that shit. Too. Yeah. I might wait for some, I'm sure it'll go on sale at some point in one of yeah. their flash sales or a holiday sale or what the f- they'll have an Easter Sunday sale. Who fucking knows? Yeah. They put stuff on sale so often on PSN now it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, yeah, but I, I really like this. So yeah, if I do maybe look into more, I'm still hooked on this one enough that like, yeah, you got, you got some got, time to spend. And yeah. Like, Cause like dude, I said, I'm only like a hundred like, hours into fucking Luminous. Yeah. And I'm only like 20 something percent through completion wise anyways. Well, all right. I have, uh, two more games to talk about. First one I'm going to get out real quick. It's that they're, uh, Battlefield five. I loaded that up today. Had some issues. I had some mm. issues getting into games uh, where my screen would just be black. That sounds fun. And then I'd hit the pause and I'd see part of the UI. 
uh, but I Great. couldn't quit out, so I'd have to close and restart my game. And do like sometimes, and not to be like part of the whatever zeitgeist or whatever, but like, do you ever just sit around and think like this weird nightmare surrounding EA? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, it's like, like what it's else just do you so, put out? Like, it's just it's like, weird. You literally just talked about having a good time, booting up Black Ops, and it worked, and it did for you what you needed to do. Yeah. And it's like this is the kind of counterpart to that, and it's just not that it's a total like disaster, but like it's oh, it, yeah. it, it's been hard to enjoy this game though because yeah. I am bad at it, um, and I think the guns are tuned in a way where I'm just not getting it um because i also tried some of the single player after i was having my multiplayer woes Mm -hmm. and uh i'm just bad at it uh like really bad at it and so i don't know man i don't know what's up because if you look at this generation of systems uh dice has put out like six games yeah they put out battlefield 4 which plays well battlefield hardline which was a stinker and then Battlefield Battlefront One, which I loved, and then Battlefront Two, which was crap. Yeah. Then Battlefield One, which we both loved. Yeah, it's an amazing game. And then game. Battlefield Five, which is just like I don't know. Like, I I'm not ready to say Battlefield Five is that bad of a game, but it is maybe like. It seems like an afterthought. It's just it doesn't. I don't know, man. There, there's something about, like I still have the their moments where I'm looking at like one still shot of this game and I'm like, that looks awesome. And then I pan the camera around and I'm like, why does it look like all these rocks were dipped in Vaseline over here? Yeah. And like, yeah, I just, why does it look like I'm wearing dirty glasses? Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's weird, man. I, it is, dude. I, I, it's so like, and it seems like it's been considered like overall considered a disappointment, right? Yeah, definitely. Sales wise, definitely. Um, and even like I think critically also from my side, they would like I don't think it's, it's really been middle like, of the road, right? You know? Not been destroyed, but they just been like, oh yeah, it's it's a game that's fine. Yeah, like it's, it, that's the thing. It's not bad. It's just underwhelming. It's there, exactly. You know, and um, there's so much to compete with that doesn't cut it. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know. I like there are times when I'm enjoying myself with it, but I'm so bad at it also that it that's hindering me. So I was thinking like, well, if I was just like good at this game, then I'd probably like it. But I'm just having a really difficult time with that. So I don't know, man. Battlefield Five is kind of Luminous is still on the background, and there's a terrifying Asian man uh, in the corner. So yeah, Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's that's a bummer, man. Because I love we both love Battlefield One like Mm -hmm. a lot. Like it was probably my favorite shooter for a couple years there and it was just so dynamic and looked beautiful and the shooting felt good and the maps were interesting Mm -hmm. and it was just very cool like you i could go in and fly planes for a whole period of time and lose myself in that shooting artillery shells or just get in the nitty-gritty of the combat and like the way they divided out the different kits was interesting and just looks like this is like not even a full step backward but like almost a half step backwards in like a lot of different ways yeah i just uh I don't know. They they did make some changes that I'm actually a, uh, a fan of, but I I don't know, man. The, the having trouble getting into matches and like it already has like a pretty you know hard load time being that it's fucking Battlefield and it's just not that fast. Uh I don't know. I just wish it was uh, a little bit uh, a little bit better there. Um the final thing I had to talk about uh or do you have one more? I do have one more, you have but one if more, you want to we'll, we'll we'll go back go. and forth. Um, 
I bought and started playing today Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove. Ah, that new T-Jam. Yeah, we went into a little discussion hole late last night about this game. Yeah. About how it came out, and then I kind of sent a text that was like, this game is good, I guess, question mark, and then started reading some reviews and then look at like some video of it being played, and it looked very interesting. Uh, so I went and purchased and then I found it was on the Switch, so I went and bought it. Mm. Yeah. How it's you, pretty awesome. How do you feel I played about it? it for like probably like three or four hours today. It's got a real cool look to it. Yeah, and it like the the music is really fun and interesting and like the way the characters move and it's just like super ridiculous, but also very simple. Mm-hmm. Like literally it's just you walking around like you're avoiding enemies by just walking away from them. Like there's no like you can get like weapons and stuff like that, but the like the general just is like running from them or just dodging them. Um, and it's like a, it's, I guess you could call it a roguelite kind of just collection puzzle-y game. Not even really puzzles, it's just like, you're basically going level to level, finding pieces of your ship to rebuild it to get off of Earth, or get back to Earth. Like, you open up like a black hole, this shows it in the intro video, but like, you open up a black hole accidentally and like, takes you to this weird altered Earth, Mm. um... And so like, each character that you play as will have like different abilities. Yeah. Um, and so you can play as Toe Jam and Earl, old school Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, I saw the um, selection. And, and then there's, I think, well, I forget what their names are. There's two girls as yeah. well that they're with. I think one's Lawanda and the other is, I can't remember. Um, I don't remember all their names. But yeah, like, so the first playthrough, because like, so the first playthrough, I played through the tutorial map which is actually the full you play through the, like a full run of the game you mm. get all because t- there's 10 ship parts you have to get yeah so you get all 10 ship parts but basically it's giving you tips along the way so like it'll just throw out tips when an event has to be like hey here's how to do this and it's actually really useful for going through okay um but basically you're trying to find your ship pieces then get in the elevator to go to the next floor up and then it's like these it's like you're on basically platforms like edge li- like edged platforms mm. that at any point you can fall off and it'll take you down to the last level so then you'll have to go back through and get back up to where you were um but then along the way you're also collecting presents which is where like the roguelike elements come yeah. into this because there'll be different elements and once you identify them then you'll know what they are like a certain type of present is but some most are pretty positive and then you do have some that are negative because the one gift i got today that it's uh i'm right here and it's a big glowing screaming sign over you and it brings like every enemy in the map like running towards you oh okay um, yeah i saw one that lights you on fire and you have to jump in water or jump yeah the side of the map. um and then some of them are like really dumb like well you'll get some that are like shoes that make you jump or run you'll get one that's like a wings that you can flutter around um you can also get one that gives you terrible gas so it'll make like the enemies run away from you when you fart near them um and stuff like that and then you get food along the way which will replenish your health um and then you do have stats as well you have like speed and your health bar and you have a like um searching stat because you can hit a button that like does like a little ping for the area because there's like bushes and trees that you can mm. shake to investigate. And if you ping the area, it'll show you which ones there are. Um, and then there's like characters you run into all along the way that can do stuff for you. Like there's a guy that will level you up. 
there's another guy like you run into these Dungeons and Dragons players and you can roll a dice for them to try to get something to try to like win a game. I think it'll give you health. There's like a sushi vendor that you can buy sushi off of to give you health and shit and shit like that. Um, but the way it looks is, is really it's very style. It looks like old Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, I actually wasn't like didn't really play a lot of it because I never had a Genesis growing up. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really even like part of the nostalgia for this game. I played actually the most I usually played it was when it was a demo in like a store. I played quite a bit of it then. Um, but but I saw this and I was like, you know what? I would like to get in on this. And uh, so I just you know jumped in and bought it. It's twenty bucks. And especially what clinched it was that I saw it was on Switch. So again, it's yeah one of those uh, fits my pantheon of replayable games. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so it, it's really interesting. I played it, like I said, I played for probably like three hours today. Got through the tutorial mode, because then on top of that, you can also choose difficulties. Mm. Like there's normal, um, easy, and I think the other one's like baby infant or something. Yeah, toddler. Really toddler, that's it, yeah. yeah. Um, and it has like little, actually on the video here we're watching, like you ha- there's like little rhythm-based dance-offs that you can get that will give you XP and money. Mm. Um and stuff like that. So it's a really interesting, fun, kitschy little game. And it's like, apparently from what I understand, very m- much more true to the original. Yeah. Because I guess the sequels to the original were not really well received because they kind of diverted off from what the original was. Mm-hmm. Um, but this seems to be more true to the original. And um, it's cool. Like the characters kind of lumber around and, and like one of the uh, presents you can get is like a boom box that makes everyone stop attacking you and they just all start dancing. And then if you stop, your character will start dancing along with it. Um, the first time I played through, I played as new school Earl and he has a very satisfying deep voice that he yells every time you get too close to an edge. So it'll be like, whoa, whoa. So I didn't do that. I was <laughs> like, that's fun. I like that. Satisfying. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I beat the, like the uh, the tutorial islands or whatever. And so then I started a run on the second, um, on like the actual set island. And I'm using one of the one of the girl one of the female characters. I, I think that I'm using the Lawanda character is her name. I think. Um, but like new school Earl, one of his abilities was that he can eat like rotten food and it still gives him health. Whereas like that's something you have to dodge with everybody else. Like they'll throw out like old dirty cabbage or like rotten meat and you if you touch it it'll make you throw up and you'll lose health. But he could eat it. Um, so I'm getting used to not being able to do that anymore. And then sometimes just like stupid little obstacles like you'll shake a tree sometimes and a bowling ball will fall out of it and hit you in the head. Um, but yeah. And then you can get like weapons along the way and stuff like that to defend yourself. But mostly with most enemies you're just trying to basically run away run away and you're not even really running like unless you have the special shoes they're just kind of lumbering around and walking yeah, just away like sauntering yeah just like kind of groove walking um because they're basically like b-boys is essentially what they are they're alien yeah. b-boys part of the reason i wanted to play this is because it's co-op and it has a pretty cool seamless uh split screen feature too yeah that which i didn't even know about like until i yeah looked into it a, even a little deeper yeah um but it's really interesting. It's not. It's very. It, to me, it's unlike uh, any other game really that you mm-hmm. can play. Like it's kind of got that really old school '90s vibe where you're just like, there's not a lot going on. Yeah, and you're I just, love. I love the color. It's super like ultra high contrast. Yeah. Five. Very vibrant. Yes. It, it, yeah. It's very very. Yeah. It, it's just like some of it looks like very cartoony, and some of it is. Well, most of it does look pretty like drawn in cartoony, but like mm-hmm. it also looks stylish and um but yeah, it's kind of like this minimalistic game where you're just kind of like guessing what packages are and you're wandering around and trying not to run into bad guys and filling in your map. It's kind of like 
almost like feels like an old school like adventure game where you're tapping items and moving to the right place and moving on to the next level and stuff like that. Yeah, so, looks um, pretty sweet. Yeah, and uh, we kind of like it. Kind of dominoes fell pretty quick. We were like chatting about it last night, and then I went home and was like, you know what, this looks fucking awesome. Mm. And uh, so I, I decided to pick it up, and I've really been enjoying it so far. And another. Uh, you know, one of those multi-platform games I, I threw on the Switch because it, it feels like it's it was a good, good yeah. bet for it. Yeah, that's where I'll play it if I if I do decide to jump in. All right, um, tell you what, I jumped in a not so multi-platform game, um, and it's called Crackdown Three. Oh no, or oh yes. Now, <laughs> Crackdown Three feels like it's straight out of. Crackdown one. Oh boy. I mean you wouldn't in a, in a good way? And you wouldn't confuse it for a good game. Okay. Uh but if I were ten and it were two thousand seven, I'd have liked Crackdown three. Um now Brian, It feels exactly like Crackdown One, which is a game from two thousand. Here in lies the issue, however. It is two thousand nineteen and you're uh in your late 20s slash 30. 12, 12 years have gone by since the first crackdown, and nothing has changed. Um, I played 27 minutes of Crackdown 3, and I wasn't completely offended. Is that what I, the best we have to do? <laughs> it also must be noted that you paid $0 to play Yeah, I game. played $0 to Crackdown 3 because it's on Games Pass, which is nice. Um, I don't know. It's not like... Like, to me, it seemed like the most 6 out of a 10 game, but that's only a half hour into it, and so I feel like it's going to just repeat itself and repeat itself. I did the first, like, four missions, and it seemed like instead of having, like, interesting and fun stuff for you to do in the world, it's just like, but here's more stuff. Like, afterwards, like, let's throw more enemies at him. There'll be one mid-boss enemy. Um, The AI is bad. The controls are bad. Uh, some of the graphicals that like some of it is so incredibly not detailed. It's kind of shocking considering how long this game was in development. Um, but some of it looks all right too. So sometimes there's a lot of shit on screen and it's kind of like just this neon, you know, fucking mess. And, uh, other times it's like blank black wall, I don't know, man. This game has like a lot of weird things going on, weird issues. Um, the Terry Crews in it is uh, basically for an intro scene and then pretty much understated throughout the rest of it because you have multiple characters to pick from too, so you don't even have to be the guy who looks like Terry Crews. Oh, whoa, and seriously? Then, yeah, and then the... Um, cutscenes are all comic style which is actually kind of neat like they're not bad it's just like dude it just feels like a game from 2006 like open world games have just gotten so much better than they were in crackdown one like crackdown one was a mediocre ass game that got you into the halo 3 beta and and it was just cool because you could bound and then by the end of crackdown one you had like a bunch of superpowers and stuff but it's not impressive anymore. Like well, because that was that before um, first uh, infamous. Like, yeah, yeah. Which seemed to kind of do a lot of what Crackdown did better, right? 
Yeah, I mean, Crackdown, like, basically, like, Crackdown had, like, agility orbs hidden throughout it and then, like, some rockets and stuff. But, like, dude, there's only, like, lock-on shooting. It's This is just, like, a left-trigger, right-trigger game, and it's not easy to, like, go through different targets. There's vehicles to drive, and they feel like absolute, like, plainest thing you could be doing. In the I feel like Saints Row accomplished what Crackdown is trying to do now. Like, Saints Row got to to the point where, what was it, the third or the fourth one, where they started putting superheroes in it? Was it the third one? Uh, I think it was... I think it was Saints Row the third. Yeah, I get them confused, because in one you become the president, and then another, like, you're in a simulation. Yeah, well, the, when they started getting, like, way out there, and not, like, just, like, kind of GTA um, style games... uh they did what crackdown wanted to like they they succeeded to crackdown um they also did this thing too where they have like a like a hierarchy of guys almost like the mercenaries in uh ac odyssey and the nemesis system too uh but it's meaningless there's just like a mega corp that you're trying to like get past um there'll be objective markers for missions but really all you have to do is go up to something and like hold left bumper for a second. Uh, I don't know. The 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 gunplay is so, like, bad and just, like, basic that it's just... There's nothing to this game, man. It's, it's just, like... If this was the first video game I ever played, I'd be like, this is a cool game. You right. Know? Like, it's... Yeah. It's not offensively bad to me, but I only played a half hour of it. And so... And a lot of the missions were like, dude, I just, I walked up to dude, I threw a couple grenades at him, I shot a shotgun at him a couple times, he died. The first boss, he just teleported from a few platforms and had a bigger health bar than the grunts, and then he died. Like, I don't know. This game looks like shit. Yeah, it's it kind of is shit. And it's kind of just, I don't know, it's kind of just mediocrely bad, you know? It's just not... It looks like a PS1 game that got, like, ultra remastered, you know? Yeah. Like, they... That's kind of how it feels. It's just too basic. It's just, like, rooted in this basic-ass old style of games that, like, you can't get away with, like, coming out with this shit anymore. And I don't know what companies are thinking when they put shit out like this. Like, because, like, it took so long... Yeah, I was going to say, in this case, probably just that they've been talking about it for fucking, like, five years or whatever. Yeah, and then this is, like, I'm just, like, I'm thinking, like, where'd all that time go? You know, like, it's not all bad, but it's just mostly forgettable. It's well, so and forgettable. I think, considering the, like, time and, like, what, how much, like, talking was going, it's kind of, it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's just kind of like, even if it's not the worst thing in the world, which it, it isn't the worst game that you could play by any means, probably. Yeah, like you jump and you like feel like floaty and then like you unlock a jump jet and then like, I don't know. It just, it doesn't play well either. It's just... No, it know. almost feels like this mix between like Saints Row <clears throat> and almost like, it almost like feels like a fucking like mod for Saints Row. Like, if you're like, yeah, what if it was aliens and lasers? Honestly, it just feels like Crackdown 1, which is probably uh, yeah. the worst thing you could say about oh, it. Right. Crackdown 1 does not hold up. I've tried playing that a little bit, 
<clears throat> a couple weeks ago before this came out, and I was like, well, how good was Crackdown 1? Because I remember it being kind of meh, but I enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, it was kind of meh. And this is more of that, the most meh game of all. Uh, Crackdown 3. But yeah, so that's going to do it for uh, what we've been playing. And we'll be right back with some stuff that we talked about in two sentences. Where's the where's the pause? <laughs> Got to pause this. I mean, you wouldn't confuse Crackdown 3 with a good game. <laughs> yeah, I just no. want to put that out there. Right. But it's more it's more not good than it is bad. Okay. You know <laughs> I what like, I mean well, by that? No, I do what, know what you mean. Okay. Yeah, like if, if you had two piles and you had to throw this game into bad or not good, you'd throw it into not good. It would be not good, yeah. yeah. Okay, Um, a bit of news. A uh, few things that I found funny uh, slash interesting. Well, that Toe Jam and Arrow game came out, so I was going to talk about that if uh, you hadn't got it on to me already. I did it. Um, another cool-looking game, Ape Out, uh, exists. I had that in my cart on the Switch. Yeah. How much is it? Is it 10 bucks? 15 bucks. 15 bucks. Ape Out looks really neat. It's this little top-down business boy. Uh, you're a monkey man. It's a people exploder <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, you're a gorilla... <laughs> Like, business boy, you're a monkey man. That's my official verdict. Um, it's a, the correct verdict. Yeah, you're like the silhouette of a gorilla. Everything is um, really artsy and this cool, like, drum soundtrack to it. And, like, the tempo and cymbals crash with you throwing, uh, you know, humans into walls and exploding them. Kind of got a little bit of a Hotline Miami thing going on. Yeah. <clears throat> it's procedurally generated. Um, there's, uh, there's a lot of like color and, and lights going on, but it's it's ultimately just like pretty simplistic. You like hold these guards or soldiers or whatever hostage, and then they shoot one round <clears throat> from their gun that you can point at other enemies and splatter them in, against the wall. It just looks like a cool game. Or splatter them like into each other. Yeah. And they like just, they like, fucking explode and like rip into pieces. Yeah. And there's like fucking horrible gore everywhere. Yeah. It just looks super neat. Uh, yeah. And again, like kind of reminiscent a bit of like this, like kind of the top down murder simulator type deal, but like yeah. very different in like tone and and look than most anything you're going to see. Yeah. Um, so I still might actually jump in and, and get this at some point, especially because 15 bucks ain't shit. Yeah, I might also. That's uh, And again, another, it would be another one I bought on Switch, so. Yeah, looks super cool, though. Um, yeah, so I wanted to mention that just because I just saw that game and it was like, oh, fuck yeah, ape out. Um, <clears throat> then uh, <laughs> this is just funny. Uh, Plague Inc. Uh, put up this petition that if got signed by enough people, they would put anti-vaxxers in the game as yeah, uh, I saw that. Some, like, something that helped the virus out. Um, I just thought that was hilarious. Uh, they also came out with another game that I had my eyeball on uh, called Rebel Inc. And it's sort of like the same as Plague Inc. but with an insurgency. Um, and it is near the top of the App Store charts... Um, let me see. Rebel Incorporated. For some reason, I keep typing Revel, and that's like some travel thing. 
Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Rebel Incorporated Insurgency Simulator. Average uh, rating of 4.8 out of 5 by 10,000 ratings. Like, I know those ratings can be bullshit, but that's actually pretty good. Like, you yeah. don't see a lot that are that high with that many ratings. The number two strategy game on the App Store behind Plague Inc. Oh, so, nice. Um, yeah, it's Monopolizing. I guess I'll buy that because I still have credit. In the Live purchase being made of yeah, a game on the App Store. Right now. Yeah, let me just get that. Yep. Gonna do that. Um, but yeah, looks super cool. Um, Plague Inc. is super fun, and the fact that they're still doing stuff with that game is just a testament to like that was a early early iphone game that was like super successful and uh still like really cool just having the over map of the world and like watching a disease spread yeah it was it was one of those fun games that like you heard a lot about even before you played it yeah remember um screenshotting like kid rock has killed the like eradicate oh yeah i do remember you sending that yeah (laughs) that's great um but yeah, so uh, I thought that was funny. So I just wanted to mention that real quick as I'm downloading the new game in the background. Um, also, Pokemon Sword and Shield got announced for 2019. Uh, these are the Switch Pokemon games. So they held a micro direct okay, um, yeah. just for announcing Pokemon Sword and Shield. And they showed the starting Pokemon... Um, and I guess the word uh, around the campfire is that it is going to be uh, more like the older games and less like uh, Let's Go. Um, yeah, I think that was definitely its own thing. Like, yeah. I think this is a Pokemon-ass Pokemon game. Yeah. And it just happens to be... I mean, we've been kind of like waiting around for this, right? Yeah, like, totally. When is the Pokemon going to come out on Switch? And lo and behold, it's going to be later this year. Yeah, and uh looks looks pretty fancy. I like the names, too. Sword and Shield? Yeah. yeah. I think that's a pretty cool pretty who's, cool. Who's going to buy Shield? Uh, All the people that... Everyone's going to buy bought Sword. Blue. Oh, dude, I bought Blue. What are you talking about? Redhead Charizard on it. That was what cool kids got. Um, It was a Christmas present. I didn't even choose it. I think... There's always seems to be... <laughs> I mean, I had both. Yeah. Oh, ultimately, I had... Yeah. Yeah. I feel uh, like there's yellow, always blue, one that is lesser when they're when they're doing both. I feel like blue, less people I saw had it. I feel like silver was lesser than gold. Um, was it ruby and sapphire? That I don't know anything about. But X I feel like y. y was lesser than... More people had X. There was black and white. I feel like white was way less popular than black. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's always one that like takes but interesting that they've done that two dynamic. I wonder if they like really skim a lot of people who get, end up getting both. Pro- I mean, even if you just get a few, I feel like it's worth it. Right. Yeah. So I mean, they even did it with Let's Go. So that yeah, seems totally. to be their total method. Uh, I'm gonna get Shield just because you're fucking talking shit. I would totally get Sword based on nothing but the name. Sward. Yeah, Sword. Well, see, the great thing is with a sword, you can parry and guard and attack. With a shield, you're pretty... I mean, you can hit somebody with a shield, but... Shield bash. Some pretty nasty uh, early uh, Game of Thrones season one murd with uh, Tyrion shield bashing a dude's face in with the pointy end. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right in front of Caleb A good Stark. shield bash is super solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. I mean, fucking Captain America made a career off of it. Yeah, totally. Um, so there's that. And then uh, a new... Uh, well, before we move on, just out of curiosity, what huh. is your uh, interest level in th- those games? Um, 
pretty high, although I have to play the Let's Go one and oh, then I right, have you do Moon have well. on 3DS, so it's just like I have Pokemon at my disposal right now and I'm not, okay. not playing it, yeah. so maybe not um, in for launch, but who knows? Like I got shit to play and I'm I'm so bad with RPGs because they take so much time, but I, I always like them, so... Yeah, I, I've actually been like... I felt guilty about Octopath because I kind of haven't played it in a long time, and I really like. It. I mean, it's one of my favorite games of the year, and I like. But mm-hmm. it's just like other stuff has come up that is a little more instant gratification. Yeah. Um. But it's one of those games again, like kind of like you're talking about with Duty, where it's like when I sit down and play, it, I'm like, why haven't I been playing this? I really have to like consider now, like the money to buying games is not the object. Like the, it's it's of no consequence. It's the time. I have to rate games based on like time when I'm doing yes. my purchases, because like when I got uh, Resident Evil Two for my birthday, Bianca also did the buy two get one for Target, and so I'm gonna get Mortal Kombat Eleven and Days Gone within three days of each other. Excellent. When when they come out, and then that Box Boy game that got announced also comes out on one of those days too. So it's like right now between right now and. April, just play games I have, you know? Right. That's kind of why I have been, like, not excited per se, but, like, totally okay with not being interested in the games that have come out, really. Yeah, but then some, like, shit like Toe Monero comes along, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, it was my birthday, I got $15 in Xbox credit, and I got fucking $10 in eShop credit. And that was the other thing I was going to say, I was like, and the other reason is, like, I don't feel guilty buying games like that, because it's just like a... All right, I'm gonna sit down. Like, I know I'm not gonna like have to put 70 hours into that game to, like, I could play it a bunch. Yeah, but if I bought like Luminous Remastered, dude, I would put a ton. Of that's a whole different story it. because you can. I mean, that's a similar game. To, like Apex Legends is gonna be for me. Where like, yeah, there are probably people that sit down and play three matches of this for the night and then go about their life. And I spent like six hours a night for three nights in a row, just like furiously, like just one more time and like. So I think it is more like predatory on my personality than anything else. That's the thing though. It's just like, unless a game is definitely short, I'm going to want to play a lot of it. I guess that's true. That comes into conflict with all of the other games that I have because I have too many games and systems. Um, But oh well. That's just a little side pony. Um, But that that looks cool. That Pokemon looks cool. And um, I could see myself playing it. Uh, next up uh, here, we got a little basket. Oh, yeah. Um, a game got announced, um, and I'm pretty fond of these games. Uh, new SteamWorld game. This was actually a couple weeks ago, and I don't think I ever brought it up on the podcast. I don't know if it was part of that, uh, February Direct that was, uh, on the 13th, but a game called SteamWorld Quest was announced, and it's sort of like you know how um you know how heist had that like kind of shooter style to like an XCOM game. Yeah. This has a card game twist on one of those games. That's weird. And it looks interesting. Hmm. I mean, I'm always down for a well-crafted card game. Yeah, I've really liked all of the Steam World games a lot. I actually uh, bought an album by one of the artists that does oh, their wow, music really? and some Hotline Miami music. Nice. His name's El Huervo. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I really like, um, it's called Hand of Gilgamech, which is a great name. SteamWorld Quest, Hand of Gilgamech. 
And it's got this turn-based style, but you use cards and abilities. Um, and it looks really neat. Yeah, it's so uh, yeah, it looks more like traditional turn-based RPG. Yeah. And then dude, it's so cool like the juxtaposition of like the old school fantasy like medieval yeah, with, with, with the, the steampunk yeah. shit. Yeah, I love the art style in their games. Yeah, because like Steampunk was, or Steamworld Dig is like the western. Yeah. And then Steamworld Heist is like space. It's like spaceships mm-hmm. and shit kind of like the futuristic so yeah, I like how they're like mixing styles with genres with like everything. Like yeah. what they're doing is really, really clever. I too have liked. I know I kind of begged off on SteamWorld Dig for now. I'm going to go back to it. Um, and then SteamWorld Heist, uh, I plan on playing again. I was just pretty bad at it. Yeah. Because um, it's not. It's an unforgiving game like a lot of those games are, mm-hmm. um, much like XCOM is and a lot of those turn-based games. Um but yeah, I, I really like the aesthetic of what they're doing. I like the style. And I just like how you can kind of stay in there and they're like, oh, I'm making different styles of it. Um, kind of like, uh, you know, like Pixel Junk kind of did the same kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool that they're, they've they not just stuck to making one type of game. Over and over again, right. Yeah. But they're not afraid to go back and sequelize something either if they want mm-hmm. to. Yeah. So it's good to like know like, oh, if you know, I can see more of this I like because people love SteamWorld Dig and SteamWorld Dig 2 by all accounts was even better than the first in pretty much every way. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they're also still branching out. So they're not totally like relying on the old tricks but it seems like everything they're making is really well crafted and put together so i'm excited i didn't even know this was a thing so i'm glad you brought it up yeah i think i steamworld heist i never beat and i think that was crossed by on playstation but i'm struggling i had that one on pc to find where the fuck it is so i can install it right now because i'm just reminding myself because i have it on vita um and the steamworld uh heist is also on ios and it would actually probably work there because you're like stopping and pointing and shooting, you know, kind of like almost doing some Angry Birds action there. Yeah. Um, but that was a cool game that I thought was neat and had the hat stuff. Yeah, there it is. I'm about to install the shimmer right now. <clears throat> or maybe I'll just bust the Vita out, bust it loose. It's right next to me. I don't have to bust it out. Bust it loose and just uh, load this there bad boy up. Uh, I like me some SteamWorld games, though. Definitely. And I like their music and art a lot, too. I think that... Uh, oh, let me get my hat box there. Hell, yeah. A little hat box That action. was such a cool, stupid element to that. Yeah. Just like I love, like... I love going out to pick up a hat. <laughs> like, I'd run out into gunfire, like, hey, cover me. I gotta get a fucking... I gotta get the Russian officer's hat. So funny. Yeah. And just the way they, like... Wah, 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 like, the yeah. talking. It's just, like, everything about it is, like, the style that they've chosen is, is really cool. Also ultra-satisfying whenever a game's entire file size is 286 megabytes. I love it, dude. Yeah, in this time of, like... <laughs> you know, I just fucking, like... I didn't play any AC Odyssey because when I went to boot it up, there's a fucking 6-gig patch. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like... Well, this is the world we live in. Like it's like I said, I even texted you guys once about. I was like, I understand the need for it, and God bless like improving games as time goes on. And I'd rather have that than broken. But there are just days when like, God damn it, I fucking hate that stuff. Yeah, like there's nothing more disappointing than like being excited to play a game and being like, Well, do you have four hours? I, I don't actually. Well, fuck you. Yeah. So, but anyway. Um. Okay, and then our final business is uh, some hot rumor action. 
So we've got two uh, sets of rumor action. Rumor Willis is in the news? What's she, uh, What's she up to? No, not that rumor. Oh, damn it. Um, Microsoft has got some ponies uh, trotting out the stables early. Um, <laughs> Microsoft. Yeah, let's uh, keep letting you going with that had one. Had some GDC stuff leak uh, about um, announcing two new is that Xboxes. Games Developers Conference? I think so. Yeah. That's I the one that is not that. for us. Right. No. We're shush, shush, shush. You not don't get game to go. developers. Right. Um, and it was talking about, uh, put, you know, two possible Xboxes, which is now the second time we've heard that. Um, one being a discless model, and the other being the. What's the uh, code name for that shit? Scarlet? Scarlet. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, it's Scarlet. It's a good code name. Um,. Code names are often better so than that, what it actually and then is. There's also the rumors that um, Games Pass is coming to Nintendo Switch with some Xbox games attached to it, like Ori and the Blind Forest, the sequel that's due out this year, um, that potentially being some E3 stuff down the line. That's a pretty saucy thing. Do We've already seen uh, with... Well, hang on real quick. No, yeah, I didn't with, mean that. With uh, Minecraft on Switch, you log into your Xbox, Xbox Live. Xbox, right. So the idea of Xbox Live, Games Pass both coming to switch and two xboxes coming out this year is like oh wow that's a that's a big meaty uh slab you throw yeah. down there do you think they're like they've gone in full offensive because of the playstation not wanting to do crossplay stuff thing are they just like fully leaning into that <laughs> um well i th- i don't think it hurts them to sure. do that also and you know sony definitely positioned themselves against Microsoft when Microsoft was doing their whole, like, we're not going to do used game shit yeah. um, before the consoles even came out. Yeah. But w- traditionally speaking, Microsoft is a software company. That's you know, true. That's yeah. where they come from. So the idea of them spreading fucking Xbox Live and Game Pass around like it's fucking Microsoft Office is no big surprise. Sony was the hardware company. Microsoft is the software company. They all kind of blended into what they are now. Nintendo was the only one that was a straight-up games company uh, from the start because there was nothing Nintendo before Nintendo. Yeah, no, um, absolutely right, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I mean definitely, uh, like, the, I think the backwards compatibility stuff, definitely. Yeah. Um, the cross-play stuff, probably... Also, like, would they do it if they were in the first place? Probably not, you know? Like, Sony wasn't doing it. Well, and just, like, the thought, like, are they... Did they speed... Like, was it something they weren't even really thinking about, but once they started seeing people really fucking turn the screws about it, that they were like, all right, well, let's keep going down this and see where we can go. Could be, but, like, the bigger partnership with Nintendo thing could also be because they've never released a handheld system. So... That's also true. You know, so they could just be jumping on, basically seeing it as a, a new platform for themselves. I mean, this would put Xbox games on handheld, which hasn't been the case ever. Versus Sony having had made handhelds in the past and not currently doing so. They actually just officially ended production of the Vita in Japan. Yeah, so now it's um, totally done. Yeah, it's done being made. Yeah. Um, and the PS... Plus support for PS3 and Vita is done as well, which it ought to be. It's 2019 now. You know, the PS3 yeah, came out. We're, we're good in 2007. No, 2006. So 
You had like there's literally more than enough on the Vita as it is to keep me occupied. You had a for, long run. Yeah. Uh, the Vita only has so many games you want to play on it, anyways. right? <laughs> and like y- you were never going to do what the 3DS did, so yeah, to I'm, even like you're punching up permanently in that thing anyway. There's so. also been rumors that there's going to be a remodel of the Switch um, that we're going to see, but um, all this stuff's pretty spicy. I mean, how do you feel about the the games pass on the Switch, like, well, as I, a non Xbox owner, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, um, I have to go stand next to my Wi Fi to use any internet things mm. on my Switch. Which, again, the great thing about Games Pass is you download the game to play it, yeah. So, actually, that is more attractive. It's just kind of annoying to have to do that. But, um, as a person that is not really part of that ecosystem, and I, you know, I have a PC, but it's kind of getting on long in the tooth in terms of playing stuff. So, like mm. the new, like I wouldn't play Forza on my PC. Yeah, um, and I probably wouldn't play on the Switch either. So it's not really a great example. But um, to have the availability to get into that ecosystem is um, very attractive. Yeah, and so it make and again, I think it. Not that it needed it because I really love my Switch anyway, but I think it super raises the value of the Switch as well. Well, So I think it's like a win-win for them. Yeah, besides Game Pass, one thing Switch really needs is competent online, and that has always been Xbox. Right. Like Xbox Live has been the premium online-like network. I've, um... Forever. Absolutely. It's always always been the gold... Not pun not intended, gold standard. Because we've only had online games for three generations. And Sony has always been behind them considerably. Yeah. And Nintendo considerably behind Sony, it would seem. Yeah, well, like all things Nintendo, they've been in their own fucking little world. Yeah. Of just like huh like it's always a it's always a fucking double take with Nintendo. Yeah. Like what what is that? What do you do? even in both good and bad ways. Like mm-hmm. when the Switch came out, I was like, what, what do you mean you're fucking docking it and it's a handheld? What the fuck are you talking about over here? Like the controllers come off too? What are you doing? And it ended up being awesome. But also like they're in it like if you just if you plug into the app and you reroute the app and if if you just plug your headphones into your phone that's attached to the app, now you put in your the Put in a net code delimiter code. Now, if you if you turn around one time, Shit. no, to not too far, three hundred and fifty nine degrees. Okay, now you can communicate online. Get their sixteen digit friend code. Right. Give them your sixteen. And just putting friend. themselves in the weird and like you, I understand or whatever. But the weird thing, which is like, hey, remember playing Splatoon for free? Yeah. Like, Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> like you didn't get grandfathered or anything. It's just like cough it up, motherfucker. Yeah. And it's a super super cheap cheap cost, system yeah. i actually literally almost bought a year of it just to a see it and to play that fucking tetris battle royale game mm-hmm. because i guess that's free if you oh have yeah this, tetris 99 yeah um but so it, you know i and uh, but it's still on the other it's it seems like we're always making concessions for them whenever it's just yeah like, yeah but this but that but it's like it's just stupid you have to admit it's just dumb a lot of times um, but I th- I find it to be a cool, really cool, you know, because I, for me, PlayStation is already I'm, I'm playing most of my online stuff, all my online stuff there, um, shooters and everything, and that's my main ecosystem right now. And I really didn't have a huge reason to buy Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, and this 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 not saying it would beg me off of buying an Xbox in the future because obviously I'm looking for moving forward getting more 4K stuff. Yeah, and the height because I have a big ass nice 4K TV and nothing that uses it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but as a person that isn't in, in the near future have any plans to buy that stuff, it's very attractive and it's very exciting. 
Yeah. So I am stoked about that, and I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, it should be ex- an exciting time. It's like a... I mean, I got to imagine if you're one of those people that only had a Nintendo and an Xbox, you'd be like, <laughs> Mommy and Daddy are sure sure are fucking a lot, huh? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I put my ear to the wall and, it, and I get feelings when I hear <laughs> Mommy and Daddy. Kind of have a tingle in the pants. <laughs> Sometimes my tummy makes a flip, but it feels good. You guys sure were screaming a lot last night. No, don't stop. You don't have to say you're sorry. <laughs> it's cool, guys. I'm a, I'm a hip kid. <laughs> I've lost all train of thought of where this kid is, of who he is. I might be eight, but your sex is wild. <laughs> <laughs> I've been awakened. <laughs> my, my new bile of parts have been activated. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good enough note to end up on. That's the perfect. What, how else would you end it? <laughs> yeah. Um, when could you end it? Could you end it now? I mean, we could have ended it before that and probably been fine. Yeah. <laughs> but why, would like, why, though? Yeah. We can end it after it, and that way this pe- everyone gets to hear that. The yeah. sexual awakenings of a fourth grader. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit What are you gonna do, Sony? Huh? Yeah, it's time for the answer back Who's Sony in this? He's, he's you know the they're uncle? not going the to weird uncle? I think they're like the fucking They're the neighbor with the cool stuff But you don't really People They're kind come. of a dickhead to you mm. They're like Rich guy Yeah, they're like Yeah, I mean his stuff's cool But hanging out with him is not always real fun That's them you know what they're not going to respond with? Anything at E3. I still don't believe it. I still think <laughs> that they're going to do their own thing. You're calling, they have to, I don't. Right? I don't believe it. No. I don't believe it. You know what? They could do something where they're like, um, all right, here, just put out a game. You know? Like it, how, is, it has become big of a game more and more popular to just be like, Bep, what it's we, out there. What are we talking here? What I do don't know. I mean, I don't know because Sony hasn't like been announcing games. Yeah. Um, which is weird, but also. So you're saying The Last of Us Two is going to come out during E3? <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that. Market down, everyone. Oh my god! But what if it did? Like, what the fuck? The more more rumors and leaks I hear is 2019 is the date. Yeah, I would. And I mean, I don't think that either. But wouldn't it be some shit if you're like? If you don't go, but you're the guy who like throws a piece of shit in the pool from afar, like, oh yeah, we're not at E3, but here's fucking this game that everyone's wanted to play for fucking like since the first one came out. Yeah, like their version of trying to crash the party. I mean, they have yeah, they have a slate of games announced, and they have not like, or even if they put out dreams, if they just put out dreams, and it was just like, oh. Yeah, like that. That would get people talking. Something just to take some eyes off the the main thing. But I could see him totally mm-hmm. like in the technicality sense. Like we won't be at E three air quotes, yeah. and then like a PlayStation announcement. Yeah, like PlayStation Direct, basically. Yeah, they'll give it their own fucking I stupid still, name. That's my. That's what I expect okay. to happen. I I would I a hundred percent like within a week before or after E three, I expect news from Sony that is big. 
and maybe not warranting of an entire E3 press conference, which is why they're not doing one. But like, if they came back to E3 next year, wouldn't be surprised. No. And if E3 just died on the vine, wouldn't be surprised either. I think that's going to take longer than... Who knows? All year. it takes nah, is fucking Microsoft to be like, hey, fuck you. Yeah, Microsoft and Ubisoft to be like, eh. Yeah, because they're keeping that shit afloat. The soft boys are out. These soft boys are getting hard elsewhere. Yeah. All right. Speaking of boys getting hard elsewhere, we gonna go. Ta-ta. So long. Mommy and daddy sure are fucking a lot.